Before we begin today's episode, we have our patrons over at Patreon. There are John Goals, Aperba, Nate Hansen, Rock the Green, Andy Herbrandt, Lauren L., Paul Campaneshi, Kelby Goodman, Greg Whalen, Zach Duran, Daniel, and Cara Lighting. Thank you guys so much for keeping the lights on. Hey, welcome to the Wisconsin Drunken History Podcast. We are your hosts, Eric Sturgeon. And I'm Russell Sorry. This podcast is about all things Wisconsin, history, music, culture, and beer. Although we don't often use strong language, the content is not intended for young audiences, so listener discretion is advised. If you love the bluegrass music you hear in this intro, please check out Dang It's from Madison, Wisconsin by visiting their website, dang-its.com. Now on to the show. Uh, hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Wisconsin Drunken History Podcast. This is your weekly dose of the dairy state. We are your hosts, as always. My name's Eric. And I'm Ross. And today, we are talking about sewer socialism, its roots in Milwaukee, and its figurehead, Victor Berger. Great name. Holy. I love Vicky, fucking burgers. Vicky Bergy. <laughs> Vic and Bergens, and uh, we also have great Wisconsin music this time around by the Keystones featuring, well, I don't know if it's featuring necessarily, I but they worked on it together, but, but yeah, but the Keystones with Vinyl Theater, which, which we've had previously, you're breaking up my bones, I want to cry, or, or, I yeah. don't know, uh, great, and uh, so that's going to be an awesome song, I think you're going to love it, uh, it, it it's kind of... We're releasing this episode in time to still have some summer. A little bit, yeah. We still, still going to be summer. You're, you're good in August. You're good. And uh, guess what? This song is going to spice up the last few weeks you got of that summer. I promise you. We also have a beer review that is sure to of also course. spice up your summer. And we're featuring another uh, uh, edition of the infamous... How many of goes you? Ah, cream of the crop. <laughs> um, so hey, you know, greasy sales pitch here. If you get, if you get a minute, go to WisconsinDrunkenHistory.com. Support us in some way. Uh, we've got merch. We've got Patreon. Find out about those things. Uh, support us if you can. Also, definitely helps if you could. Uh, go and give us some sort of a like or review. Subscribe to us uh, on any one of those platforms that you listen to it. Um, any one of those things will do uh, a, a number of great things for the podcast. Uh, things that Russ and I don't even understand. Uh, we're not super scientifical. Um, we're not, you know, IT specialists. Uh, no. We know how to turn it off and turn it back on and unplug it, plug it back, that kind of business. So we're not exactly sure what it does when you hit like or review or subscribe or whatever, but we know that we've been told by numerous other podcasts that we listen to that it's good. Uh, and they make money and we don't. So we're yeah. trying to do what they do. Um, I, I, we also don't really promote. We also don't really like, care if we make money on it. Yeah, um, it's more of a side project. We love the fact that our, our dedicated supporters through Patreon have helped uh, by taking you know some of their own financial wealth and give it to us in order to pay for the songs for these local artists, for the beers from these local breweries, and also uh, cover uh, a small portion of the server fees and, and, and the distribution Definitely fees. Definitely helps out a lot. So we really do appreciate you. Any one of those things is great. Always, though, listen. If you could listen to our episodes... That's number one in my book. Yeah, as long definitely. as you guys are listening to my Maybe stupid you, drunken ramblings, I'm learn, in. Learn a little bit of something and some stupid commentary. You will probably learn nothing, to be honest. Hey, at um, least we give you the gist, right? At least. Yeah. Okay. I mean, here's the thing. Uh, we we don't claim to be historians. We never said that. I am not going to say that. And you're right, Russ. We've never <laughs> we said never that. never said that. What we did say we like is history. we're drunk. And, and like there history. is history we somewhere like history. in this thing. So, um, and it's cool. We like do feature like a whole bunch of like pieces of Wisconsin history. Like you can always dive more. I mean, there's books on this shit. It's like there's 14 hour lectures you can watch on TED Talk or some shit. Right. Yeah. In fact, one of our 
uh, esteemed uh, Patreon supporters, uh, Aperba has done a TED Talk, uh, uh, whatever that version is, where uh, it's not like the main TED Talk thing. Uh, it's like but TED it's like TEDx or something yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah, that's awesome. Cool. She is a, a fantastic person. And actually, this is a few weeks late, but uh, congratulations to Aperba and, and Tom. They married. And, they uh, got hitched. They, they hitched. They didn't. They hook up. They, and hitched. they hooked <laughs> and hitched. They hooked and hitched. <laughs> Way uh, to go! But we we really enjoy uh, seeing, you know, anybody that that recognizes us out in public or anything like that. We enjoy it. But Aperba and Tom have been uh, amazing supporters. They've came to a lot of our thing. stuff that we do, like when we do a lot of yeah. our side events and stuff. They've came to pretty much most yeah. of them. I, f- I think all of them. Yeah, and they've and came to some of your shows too. Exactly. Which yeah. Is pretty so rad. as far as as far as that goes, it's really cool to have engaged. Just a community. Yeah, it's really cool, and I'm and I'm so happy that they uh, are are married, uh, and and uh, I know that it was an eventful uh, day for them. Uh, I saw a few of the pictures and stuff. Not creepy. We're friends, uh, and it was really cool. <laughs> obviously, I am. Yeah, Jesus a little bit. Christ. I just I I really have. I th- I feel like we've really gained a friendship with oh, them. Oh no, for sure. It's it is really really cool. So they've been with us since like way back like when we day, first started. Like day one <laughs> when we, or two. When we were still man. doing like brewery interviews every week too. Which, yeah. Like. Unfortunately, we haven't really gotten around it, but we do have some in the works, and it's always more of a scheduling issue now. I'll admit, I think it was just a lot easier during COVID because everybody was Oh, just and they of, were just willing to do it. Yeah. Now it's like, oh, we can schedule around this date. It's like, oh, man, I got to work that day, or right. I'll, be, I'll be out of, out of Wisconsin. Or, or, yeah. yeah, It's like, I can't but do I'm, it that day. But. I'm proud that we had those. Me too. I'm it was not, a really cool I'm intro. not sad that they don't exist anymore. Uh, I feel like we got to talk to, uh, like, a hundred of them, and- we did exactly what we needed to do. You know, those those breweries saw increased traffic. Uh, more people were stopping in and buying stuff. We had a number of them reach out to us and say, hey, you know, these people are coming in and they're saying they, they heard they heard the podcast and that's why they're here. So it was great. Yeah. Oh, for sure. I, I mean, that's love huge. That. I, I love that. That's the reason we did it. And you know, you, one and one thing I'm pissed that we missed Eric Crusher Fest. Oh, we yeah, are yeah, fucking yeah. wrestling fanatics. How did we miss I that? We, I actually did talk about doing the blizzard brawl this year uh we're gonna gonna get a group yeah we're gonna get a group and we're gonna all go i i love wrestling dude so you don't have to even like no i mean you're you're there uh it's gonna be me obviously uh we have a few other people like uh uh, from like the band the sons of leroy band that i'm in we're gonna have a few people there uh and we're gonna be hopefully front row i mean okay i want to i want to almost be involved you're gonna splurge you're gonna you're gonna actually draw bows yeah okay there's a chance I'm going top rope. Sweet. There's a chance I get choked out. Do you have a wrestling name yet? Yeah. What is it? Supersize. That's pretty badass, actually. Yeah. And I'm mine's gonna, WrestleMania. You know well, of that. course, yeah. From, you're WrestleMania. Yeah. You know that from the beginning. That's, so. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, that is still one of the greatest things I think I've heard as far as somebody like addressing you. Like oh, Russell Mania, Mania. Like, is, oh, yeah, yeah, hell that yeah. was sick. It is. That sick. was really cool. It gets my adrenaline pump. It makes me want to start dro- dropping and shit, like breaking stuff. Yeah, <laughs> fucking chairs over people's backs. But you know, I mean, this elbow is fully recovered after 2016. Oh my god, I'm ready to. That I, was like the hardest pumpkin you've ever squat. That thing there was, was like, like it was a gourd, dude. It was like six weeks in a row that I was out there just fucking up. <laughs> produce. Yeah, and that stuff was like not like it's not your normal. And it was pumpkin. all frozen. Oh yeah. Like you guys, it was, it was Christmas outside time. during Christmas, and I'm out there just throwing my elbow through it. You slow mode through a whole bunch of those. Remember? Yeah, yeah. What are you guys doing out there, karate? Yeah, that guy. <laughs> he that was, was so actually mad. one of the first. I'm glad times. I moved out to the country. That guy was pissed. That was like one of the so the 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 karate night one. The kids are sleeping. That was like uh, the first time uh, you ever met my wife, uh, Andrea. Yeah, she came out yeah. there. So quiet down, the kids are sleeping. and you were dropping bowls through doors and all kinds of stuff, punching through doors. Yeah, because you were like. Hey, I got this door in my garage. You want to try to put your body through it? And I was like, "Yep, I do." Yeah, <laughs> I don't know why I wouldn't. I mean, you don't have to ask me twice, you man. Just point me in the right direction. Enough and that fucking door is fucked. Enough liquoritos, so. some horses, and a door. You better believe. You're yeah, going through that uh, thing. trust me. I yeah, definitely am going to try to put my body through that. Um, and uh, the Russ's neighbor in Janesville didn't really appreciate it as much as we did, and we were just. I thought it was cool. He did not. Yeah, I mean that's why kids. I moved to the country because now I can do bows off the top of my barn whenever I want. Yeah, dude, <laughs> I can top rope that ass. Yeah, and I get in trouble. Dude, best decision you've made. Yes, 
Let me know when you got some doors that you need. I got windows. I got all kinds of shit. You I'm not going to go through on. fucking windows, I dude. Am. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Yeah, if you want to go through some windows, man, that's fine. I don't think I'm ready. But yeah, so there's a lot of cool events that I think Russ and I are going to try to make it out to. There's still a chance that we're going to try to get out to like uh, uh, one of those local baseball games, too. Uh, there's one right down the street from us in Oconomowoc that has like the... Um, it's na- named after Wisconsin Brewing Company. The field is uh, Lake County Dog Water Dogs. Dog okay. Sud something. Dog stuff. Dog stuff. <laughs> All right, we got it. Water. Look jet. up. Look up dog stuff on Google and see what uh, comes up. We'll find it. Bidet dogs. I'm not really sure, but anyway, uh, let's go ahead and jump right into main yeah. segment here. We've got uh, the the sewer socialism and Victor Berger. So when you think of socialism, Eric, what do you think of? I mean, do you think of like the Red Scare, communism? What do you What are you thinking here? Yeah, yeah, I think. I mean, obviously, the political state as it was, uh, um, even even you know back in two thousand eight ish, socialism began, you know, to to be talked about. Obviously, uh, uh, but yeah, I don't really have like a, a real personal uh, uh, great understanding of it okay um obviously i took uh political <laughs> okay. science type classes and stuff so I, I mean i have an understanding of what each one of them are as far as communism socialism uh, you know the, the 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 different uh types but um i've never heard it referred to as this like sewer socialism and, and i think that this is probably something to do with poop no turds involved. Oh, there's there is no sewer. It's it's more so we'll talk about it more, but it's more of like okay. a, a grassroots movement of socialism in Milwaukee. I gotta be honest, man. You, I feel a little bit let down because I hear the word sewer and I'm thinking you think you think we're getting dumps and I want that. You're thinking like Toxic Avenger and like dressed up as Putin or something. You're thinking of like shit Putin. Oh, when you said Shooting. Avengers, I started thinking uh, Captain America, Winter Soldier. So you're thinking of like Vladimir Putin. Vladimir Tutin? Yeah. Like a sewer dude. Okay. Not really what's going on here, but it is okay. it is progressive. Well, I mean, educate me. For its time it's it's progressive, right? Yeah. It's, but let's talk about I, it. You think? I don't know. So born in Austria-Hungary in 1860, Victor Berger emigrated to the United States in 1878 and settled in Milwaukee 3 years later. His frustration with the social conditions of the day led him to adapt socialism in 1892. And he soon set himself uh, the, the task of developing into an organized and effective effective Political matter. Oh my God! I'm. Fucking, I love that. Though. I need to stop drinking. Effective political movement in the United States. <laughs> Berger's approach was pr- pragmatic and local, less concentrated in splitting ideological hairs, with providing quality government services like park and sanitation to working people. This approach earned Berger and his colleagues the name sewer socialists because they focused on sanitation and turds. Oh, okay. But th- it was more of a social movement of like people's rights. Basically. Social movement. Yeah. Not a bowel movement. No, not a BM. Yeah. We're talking to SM. SM. Yeah. Oh boy. Let's, That's let's also watch not her. SM. Let's let's watch her. Not let's SM. Yeah. So one of the keys of sewer socialism was a sex- success was their ability to enlist the vigorous support of Milwaukee's substantial trade union movement. And obviously, Milwaukee's a very it used to be a really huge trades. I uh, mean, b- big, brewery, big union, beers, union. union yep. Yeah. Yeah, auto workers union was even here. And the brick makers. I mean, there yeah. was like anything you could think of had some kind of union. Yeah, yeah. And this support was on display during Berger's 1918 campaign for U.S. Senate. An inscription along with the bottom wedge of his campaign posters authorized and published by Frank J. Weber verifies that collaboration. Very Weber cool. was one of Wisconsin's most influential and effective labor leaders. I, I definitely recognize yeah, the name. Yeah, you know the name. Yeah. This inscription suggests the Federated Trades Council of Milwaukee, of which Weber was secretary, backed Berger's campaign. Okay, so we've got a, we got a couple names here. Pretty notable name, Frank J. Weber. Yep. He is uh, backing this uh, campaign of, of uh, Victor Berger yep. here with the sewer socialism. Okay, I think I'm following. Yeah, and so Victor end up, would end up becoming the f- uh, first socialist to ever serve in the United States House of Representatives, winning the election in the Wisconsin's 5th Congressional District in 1910. Although his first stint in Congress only lasted one term, and he did not win his 1918 bid for Senate. He would re-election to the House in 1922 and serve from 23 to 29. 
Well, World War One and a its aftermath def effectively destroyed the Socialist Party's influence. Mm -hmm. Obviously, with the Red Scare and yeah. you know, you, you know what we're talking about—the Bolsheviks, the, Bolshe the yeah. bullshit Vicks. Yeah, Bol <laughs> Michael Vick. Michael Vick. Yeah, yeah we got. I got we, you. We don't want to go there. Vic, no. Anything with Vick in it, not usually good. Just get it out. Hand <laughs> her down. <laughs> Milwaukee's voters continued to elect socialist mayors, and the trend actually began in 1910 with the elect and with the election of Emil uh, Seidel. Emil Seidel. Yeah. Yeah. And so here's kind of the breakdown of what actually happened when he was going into Congress, like kind of why it took so long for him to get back in there. When he won the congressional seat in 1918, the House of Representatives refused to let him take the seat because he violated the Federal Espionage Act. Usually not very good. Well, and I imagine, obviously, around that same time, you're talking about, you know, the, there's a big scare of, like, spies. Yeah. I mean, and, it was before and, McCarthy, but it was there's still the Red Scare. There's right. still, so, like, Soviet Union type shit. Yep. Uh, Berger supported the 1917 Socialist Convention's anti-war sentiment. The convention denounced World War I as a vehicle for U.S. capitalism and imperialism, which, I mean, technically wars are kind of capitalist and imperialist <laughs> for I, the most part. Yeah. Unless, I mean, you know what? I love the movie Team America. Have you ever seen that? Uh, yeah. America. Yeah. They just come and be the police of the world. You know? Well, and I just think that there's, there's an obvious... Uh, uh, tie uh between uh, uh wartime and and capitalist kind of uh, yeah i mean you know uh, exactly military industrial complex if you you know if you know there's usually some kind of it, economical benefit to going to war 100 percent. so wisconsin governor emmanuel philip called a special congress to fill Berger's seat in 1919 voters elected Berger back into congress but the house still refused him a seat Berger ran again in 1920, but was defeated by Republican William Stafford, a name you also probably recognize. Yeah. Although he lost, the House dropped the charges against Berger, and he ran for Congress in 1922 and won. The Faust finally allowed Berger to take the seat, and he served for three consecutive terms. So, yeah. obviously, the Red Scare didn't want this guy in there. Eventually, he ended up overtaking him and winning. And really, let's, let's talk so, about how progressive he really was, because it wasn't as progressive as you think. Okay. When you think socialism, you think of like... Everyone should get everything from the government. It should be equal. Like, sure. You know, like that kind right. of stuff. Like more communism, but socialism does play into communism a little bit. And I think that that's one thing everybody can admit is that like on paper, a lot of this stuff, if it were if it were done the way that it is like written, it's like, oh, that sounds pretty good, right? It's human greed that ruins everything. Exactly. So if if things could ever follow like rules and guidelines and like there would there was some rigid like, you know, black and white and there is no gray area, fine. But I mean, like... There never is. And we could have this discussion off air because like really, if, if you think about it today and I don't want to get too political, but the uh, the difference between poor and somebody having money is fucking astronomically bad. Right. The now. fact that there is it's, a statement of there is a one percent. And if you look, great, if you know? look at this throughout history, when this happens, there's usually some kind of revolution or revolt. And, and it's, it's happened throughout history. You can look back um, like a million times. The same thing has happened. Right. It always repeats itself. It does. There's, there's, I know back when we were in high school, there was a, a, a great teacher that we had that kind of pointed this out, uh, and, and let it, you know, let us really visualize it ourselves and say, Hey, look at here, this period of time, blot, you know, year, year, whatever to year, whatever there was this, what, what started it, what ended it. And then they're like, Oh yeah, the next one, what started it, what ended it. So and it's just so funny. It's, it's that literally, it's, there's, there's a few people that take everything. Those people get killed and it, it gets taken over by another group and they end up getting killed because they have too yeah. much. And it's just a repeat. Totally cycle. cyclical. It, it is. Yeah it's, yeah. it's, it's all greed and greed based. And I mean, you can look at more reasons like uh, Mary Antoinette and Louis the 16th. I mean, they chopped her head off in a square. I mean, that's pretty hardcore. Those are names that I think I've heard before. Mary Antoinette? Yeah. Uh, okay, good. That's good. Yep. That's good. Nice. You Lorraine, remember some? Lorena Bobbitt? She chopped the dick off. She chopped the weenie <laughs> she off. She guillotined a cock. <laughs> a little bit different, but also kind of, he was greedy and did yeah. too many women, so she chopped his cock off. Right, yeah. So, kind of same thing. Got Whoops, greedy. Easy. Yep, here she goes. Here she goes. See you goes. later, boner. All right. Yeah. And though it seems crazy today um, that a socialist actually became into the Hustle representatives. But, sure. but let's talk about this. It's actually not as progressive as you would think. And actually today, we kind of take it for granted because these are socialist things. And such as women's rights to vote, old age pensions for retirement, the eight-hour workday, reforestation and the limits on child labor, which were very progressive at the time. But today, they're like normal things. Right. Like really? we didn't live in the same landscape is is what you're trying to say is that that's just it the the, the we would not view that as progressive now but right. it was then right you know what I mean so like if, if, like even people today when they we claim some kind of wild thing 
but it becomes a norm at some point. Exactly. That like we just have to kind of accept it. Right. You know what I mean? And it's like, and there was always opposition to it at some point. Uh, yeah, there, for there sure. was always people that were pro. And then eventually years later, everybody forgot about the, the, you know, the little war that was waged between this and that and who was for it, who was against it. And it just became norm. And now, you know, nobody would argue <laughs> that, right. that like you shouldn't have kids working. You know, but in the 1920s, this was like considered wild and yes. out, outside the box thinking. But like today, it's just like, yeah, I'm not going to send a 12 year old to go work on a freaking stamp. Where right. There's like something pounding down. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I mean, back then it was just normal. So like right. now it's just changed. They could just be in the factories. Yeah, exactly. No problem. Right. But, but yeah, that's basically the the gist of the sewer socialism movement in Milwaukee Um, in Milwaukee. What it was a great place to kind of start this up. And we've talked about more of the socialist movements. Remember, there was the uh, Bayview Massacre. Of course. With the, the trade yeah, unions. The revolt. And, yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah. And it's just kind of cool of that Victor Berger and some of the things that they did. Yeah, maybe we don't agree with socialism. Maybe we don't want socialism, but in some aspects. But at the same time, he did do really good things for the state of Wisconsin and the world. Right. And especially because of the the, the climate back then. It, it was a totally different landscape. Um, so it, it is. It, and it's and it's honestly really just unique to, to learn about the history and, and to understand um, that you know, back in the early 1900s of the state of Wisconsin, there was, uh, you know, a, a totally different story kind of happening. And, uh, and it all led us here, which is, which is, you know, really just neat to, to learn about. Yeah, no, exactly. It's pretty much what it is. And I really hope you guys found it fascinating. And I know it was kind of, there kind wasn't a, as much poop as I thought there was going to no, be. No, there's not a lot of shit involved in yeah. socialism, really. I, know. I mean, maybe, maybe back then they thought it was like shit. <laughs> like shit things to talk who about. knows like, man. yeah maybe that's maybe what that's a it, but. what a what a complete 180 i thought but, we were gonna go straight down some sewer and some uh dirty undie pants and no like didn't go there but you know what like it would be sweet like can we follow norway and do the 36 hour work week like that'd be fucking great yeah wouldn't it? Like, that'd be yeah. awesome like because literally when you think about your production at work if you're somebody like me who works four 10 hour days like really, like my my boss listening. I'm sorry, but really, you're only getting like <laughs> true six hours of really functional you, work. You might get four hours out of me. You, you, in I, I mean, I get a I get a real solid six, but like by two o'clock, I'm drained. But I don't, you know, you don't wake up until you start getting that cough in your system till about nine. I was just you say, know what I mean. I don't think I don't think my most productive parts of the day are probably anywhere like nine from, to two. It's like, 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 mine's <laughs> even like maybe 10 to like one, you know, 10 yeah, to yeah. two. Like you start tapering off about two o'clock. You start yeah. going downhill after lunch, you know, you're digesting and just like I'm super functional. <laughs> yeah. Like, you know, like you said, nine, nine to 10 o'clock is where I really start to, to, you know, become humanized. And then, uh, you know, like you said, one thirty two o'clock, I'm fucking I'm drained. Oh yeah, if you did five seven hour days, it's not so bad. Like you could burn through that pretty good. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like just like Norway does, but <laughs> maybe, maybe that's, uh, that's my sewer socialism for maybe you guys someday. <laughs> like, that's my sewer socialism. Yeah, and I say but, that more bathrooms should have bidets instead of toilet paper. Oh, you want to say you, you want to save? You're going to close down Procter. I just want to have Green a Bay. clean butthole. You're gonna you're gonna ruin the toilet paper capital, in Wisconsin. <laughs> yeah. Oh fuck! <laughs> Sorry, I didn't want to bring down the the uh, economy in Wisconsin from uh, less toilet paper use. You sunk Procter and Gamble, Eric. My bad. On to the music segment here, Wisconsin music. Uh, like we said at the top, this is a band called the Keystones. Uh, they are a Milwaukee area based uh, rock band. Yeah, uh, rock if you will. indie alt. Yeah, I would say they definitely have some cool dance tracks here, you know, oh, yeah, which for sure. is awesome. Uh, and it seems like there's a pretty good uh, influence uh, on this collaboration uh, from vinyl theater that uh, I feel like the two the two kind of mesh really well. Yeah, for sure. Uh, the two, and, the two and, vibes and created a totally awesome song, uh, which we're going to play here. It's called Bradford Summer, and uh, it is referencing Bradford Beach, uh, which is a Milwaukee area staple i, I love um, bradford beach when it's open yeah there's a lot of there's a lot of birds that shit there and it gets closed on a lot there's a lot, a lot of, of e coli goose poo um but the keystones uh, even though they, they didn't necessarily grow up near bradford beach they actually fell in love with the iconic uh, milwaukee landmark uh spent many you know hours as adults there and uh they actually hail from the waukesha area um and and i mean they uh, obviously, Waukesha is known for its its uh, you know rock and music because 
literally the Wizard of Waukesha, Les Paul, created the fucking rock machine uh, from Gibson there. And, you know, again, I, I'm, I'm hearing really heavy influences of, of bands like The Strokes, uh, The Catfish and the Bottlemen, um, Young the Giant. Uh, I was getting a little Foss of the People Foss of the People. A bit. Absolutely amazing. And then, obviously, they're working with Vinyl Theater, which is another... Uh, Wisconsin, you know, band, and they had that major hit that we, we did play it on a past episode. I don't remember what one, um, but I think the song was called Bones. I'm just saying right now, this is this is a, a, a smash hit. This is a this is the opposite of the T-ball uh, being, you know, uh, what was the the onion thing? <laughs> the teeth, the teeth <laughs> no, throws a perfect the, game or whatever. The, yeah, the teeth at the um, Special Olympics. Oh, this yeah. is a home run. Yeah, for sure. This is a home run. It was teed up and it's ready, and and they nailed it. It's it's awesome. Bradford you, Summers. Besides great. Bradford Beach, do you have any other favorite beaches like to go to? I really like Port Washington Beach. That one's really nice. No, I, I spent a little bit of time at Bradford Beach. You know, a few times. But Racine's nothing, pretty good actually. Too. Racine Beach is really good. That yeah, that was a nice yeah. one. I really like Port Washington's my favorite, but. I'm not. I'm not necessarily a beach guy. No. Nope. Um, Sheboygan is awesome. growing up uh, in Elkhorn, right on Lake Wandawiga. That was about the beach that that's I as, would hang that's out. As beachy on. as you get. Yeah. I. I yeah. As, as as weird as it is to say, I love swimming, and and I would much prefer swimming in like a cool lake than I do like a swimming pool. But the swimming pool is just easier to to manage. You know, Sheboy- I don't have to worry about chiggers and and uh, and other like. Oh yeah, that's, creatures that's, biting that, my toes and like sand fleas and shit. Yeah, oh, dude. As much as as much as I love hanging out at the lake, the fact is, it's it's just it's dirty. Uh, <laughs> okay. It's hard to deal with. The beach uh, is is a tough place. Another place too. The f- beaches in Wisconsin, Sheboygan. Uh, they Sheboygan actually, beach. it's a freshwater surfing beach of Wisconsin. It's actually it's really awesome for uh, freshwater surfing. And you're a surf guy. I love surfing. Yeah, you I, used to. I, I'm used not very to go good to Lake Michigan. I'm not very good at it, but I like the longboard. Just ride it. You know, yeah. I can't do anything crazy. I can just ride on the wave. That's about it. But yeah, it's as long fun. as you can stand up, man, I can stand up. That's yeah. about it. But rock and roll, man. But again, I mean the the music here that we're gonna play, uh, the Keystones uh, with uh, with Vinyl Theater, um, Bradford Summer awesome track i i really hope that you guys enjoy it and i hope that this becomes your your late summer go-to song to just party it up bring that radio setter down in the sand and crank the sucker up bluetooth speaker just rocking
Wow. Oh, I love the pop of the reverb take yeah, at the end of that. Yeah, it was pretty cool, yeah. That was good. From the tube. Yeah. Um, so, again, you know, the, the Keystones, Vinyl Theater, collaboration there. Um, this is a kick in the pants for me to go and check out the Keystones a little more because I, I, this was, you know, kind of like a new thing. Yeah. I hadn't heard of them before. Uh, and, and apparently, you know, they, they were big fans of Vinyl Theater back when they had toured with 21 Pilots and stuff. And um, it's, it's great because you can hear the... The, the inspiration of, of kind of all of those bands and uh, the, the music is just great. And that's a bumper, dude. That's that's a good summer song. Definitely can tell in the beginning with the uh, the, the guitar, the guitar bit, which is like more of like a stroke-ish. Yes. Say, yeah, it was very like... Yes. Yeah. No, you're you're 100% on that. Um, now on to our Wisconsin beer segment here. Uh, we have a fantastic beer from a, a staple of ours. We, yeah, we one love, of our good friends at Mobcraft. We love, we love Mobcraft, and uh, uh, Henry's doing some great work out there. Uh, he's out in Colorado, you know, uh, uh, with a with uh, a facility. He's got the facility in Waterford. I mean, they're they're expanding and they're doing great. This beer is is precisely what you want. Uh, it's named appropriately. It's everything. It's called out of office, and who doesn't want to just be out of office in when you are in the summer? Oh, the hell the yeah. weather is great, right? Um, this one is available year round uh, from Mobcraft. Um, this beer uh, is refreshing. It's lightly hopped. It's an ale brewed with uh, sweet orange peel and lime juice. You're getting all that. Kind of that um, vitamin C of the summer, you yeah. Get in the system. It's almost like uh, it's almost like a refreshing like spritzer, you know. Yeah, for sure. And it's coming in at four point seven percent ABV. It has like a little bit, like a it's kind of a golden brown color, a little bit of haze to her, but very good. And like honestly, a really small head. It's, you know, yeah, it's really good. And you're getting a little, you're definitely getting that citrus vibe right away. I mean, it's yes. it's coming through. It's not overbearing where it's like that's all you're tasting, but it, it definitely hits the spot. It kind of feels like. You know that citrus, like kind of light citrus juice, drink during the summertime. Yeah, it's it's delicious. It's a really, um, it's just a really refreshing beer. I I, I enjoy it. I think, um, it. So I think, I, I this episode might come out after. Um, we're not exactly sure how things work uh, schedule wise and everything, but um, Mobcraft is having their Weird Fest again. Uh, this is a great beer to enjoy there. Obviously, when they do their Weird Fest, they have a lot of really cool uh, entertainment there. Uh, so it's it's one of those things that if you haven't uh, experienced it, definitely do. Uh, and also, you, like you can go to the the Mobcraft Tap Room. Uh, any time and it's a, a, a wonderful enjoyable experience um, i love when you're sitting out there too and they open those garage doors you get that nice breeze coming yeah. off the lake there it's, yeah. it's a great place and they have decent enough food uh flatbreads and things that are are you know delicious and and uh while you're drinking some of these higher octane beers and you're enjoying that flatbread will absorb that sucker you gotta up. have that that flatbread man it's good yeah um, and I, I, you can bring dogs there too correct yeah you can bring a dog there right yeah. so that's kind of nice if you have a pets it's pet yeah friendly. i don't think they allow them inside but you but, can like bring uh, them outside out on the and, patio yeah, out on the patio great. yeah for yeah. sure so you can have a beer with your pup yeah I mean, and it's an amazing <laughs> it's amazing location i like it um and it's uh uh, great beer. A lot of times you can find something really cool and experimental and unique that you've never tried before. And then they have some of their more uh, typical year rounders that are uh, kind of just nice, sessionable. I mean, um, we, we've been with Mobcraft since the beginning, obviously, with yeah. like all of our calendars we get every year and like all that. We, we love yeah. Mobcraft. And Henry's been really good to us, just nice and let us go backstage and see some stuff that no one else has ever really seen. Really diving before. in deep. Oh, yeah. We are way, we are too, way so. in there. So. Um, really great. Uh, out of office is just another slam dunk, uh, an absolute home run of a, of a beer, uh, and perfect compliment to enjoying Bradford summer and, oh, yeah, uh, session yeah. this beer. Enjoy it. It's 4.7. This, this should be like the beer be, for the song to be honest. Yes. Yeah. You should be enjoying this with that. On a lounge here on the beach. Yep. Sipping this sucker. Hell yeah. Yeah. Yeah, make sure to bring your sunblock. It's not not uh, included in the purchase of the beer, or the song, uh, or maybe the entrance fee to get to Bradford. I'm not sure. SPF White. 
Yeah. That's what I need. <laughs> SPF, strongest thing you got. <laughs> yeah. Because, I burn like a freaking... Oh, yeah. I'm going to be a lobster in a minute. I turn into a toast like, real <laughs> yeah, quick, Yeah, you man. turn into <laughs> toast. Yeah, real bad. He steps out of the car, done. Black. Crispy. <laughs> Just absolutely <laughs> toasted. Um, but Skin's peeling. Great, great beer. Again, uh, uh, out of office. Go and check that out. Grab a seat, gather around, join us for a chat. How many logos you add? All right, friends, you know what that means. That song tells us what's going yeah. on next. <laughs> There's some liquor and some uh, terrible shit going on. It's how many logos oh, you Oh, I thought you were add? just saying that you had liquor and terrible shit. Oh. Yeah, I did this morning. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You it. did. It's it. That's a good uh, explanation and uh, description of what you got going on too. Yep. Uh, but this one is a Tremplo man arrested for OWI and five hit and run crashes in Lacrosse and on Alaska. Nice five. Um, Lacrosse police respond to 381 calls for service, including pair of shots fired cases and multiple hit and runs. Wowza! Is the is the, uh, the the title? This, this here. guy's going straight up ham. I hope that not all of this is this one guy. I hope let, it let's, is. Let's jump in. All right. So La Crosse in Onalaska, Wisconsin, a Tremplo man faces several traffic violation allegations and a charge of operating while intoxicated after La Crosse police say he hit multiple vehicles at five different intersections. <laughs> oh, wow. That's a number of stuff yeah. here. La Crosse police handled 381 calls for service over the weekend. Two of the calls involved shots fired. Another involved five hit-and-run crashes caused by one driver... Uh, according to police, 37-year-old man uh, crashed into several vehicles along five intersections covering 13 miles from La Crosse north to Alaska. Uh, La Crosse police say it began along 3rd Street downtown. Uh, the man rear-ended a vehicle and left the scene. Um, the, the man who owned the vehicle uh, that uh, this guy hit said uh, he was noticeably intoxicated. Yeah, I so mean, it's good. He, he's doing a hit-and-run road trip. Yeah. He's just trying He's to hit doing them all. He's an H&R road trip. So. Got to hit them all, man. Um, when he hit me, me and my wife were shook. It was like, holy cow, what the heck? Hey, Barb, what's going on over there? <laughs> There's not a more Wisconsin <laughs> know, yeah. thing to holy say. Holy cow, what the heck? We were both kind of like, whoa, what the heck? What, what was happened? that? <laughs> what happened to my car? My wife and I, we were like, what was that? The car <laughs> got all jostled around. <laughs> Uh, it, I had a couple of bags, uh, from, uh, quick trip there and uh, they all kind of just flew all over the place. I don't know what the hell happened. I saw the milk spilling. Yeah. I, my bagged milk got popped and now it's all over the place. I got a dairy puddle in my underpants. And now I got a problem with my dairy air too. Yeah. Gee whiz. Uh, what a bummer here, huh? Um, he, he, he goes on to say he was not doing well when I came up to the window. So he actually got out of his car, went to check on the guy that smashed into his ass and said, uh, he's not doing good. The other guy's like, just got to go home, dude. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just trying to get home. Uh, <laughs> police say that the guy continued north along Highway 16 near Gillette Street, where he rear-ended another vehicle and backed into another one trying to leave the scene. He crashed into another vehicle at the intersection of County B and 16, and the debris from that crash caused another crash. Oh, my gosh. This guy is gee whiz. He is causing hell. Gee whiz. Um, yeah, oh, buddy. Uh, a traffic cone sitting at the intersection before Valley View Mall used to be the place of a stoplight, uh, but the uh, the man, uh, his car took out uh, the that pole, dropping power near Highway 157 for hours. Um, there was a man who actually captured the incident on video uh, Saturday night as the guy drove through the stoplight. So there's actually video that's attached to this link Great. where this guy uh, blasts through a fucking power pole or a light, whatever it was. Yeah, what a great time this guy's having. He's really on a he's, roll. He's having a night. He's having a good <laughs> time, man. He's having a party. Don't stop this guy. Uh, he's a real trailblazer. Uh, the incident forced police to direct traffic at this busy intersection next to McDonald's in the middle of a storm moving through the area. So now, not only, I mean, it's not even good weather out. This guy is like making people really have to get out of their cars and be in torrential downpours and shit. Um, the guy's vehicle jumped the median and crashed into two more vehicles uh, before police were able to make an arrest. Um, it's unbelievable nobody was hurt, one of the witnesses says. Oh, wow. Yeah, it is. Yep, that's true. It really is. That's a true statement. Now, the shots fired had absolutely nothing to do with this call. Which is good. I thought there might have been some I don't know why the article... 
I thought this dude was popping shots too and going real, real next level. I just think it's funny that the whole article only really references this guy in this time. hit and run, but it, for some reason needed to mention the shots fired thing, even yeah, though it's completely yeah. unrelated. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Maxi, yeah. <laughs> Um, Onalaska police arrested this guy for OWI. Lacrosse police also have multiple hit and run violations against this guy, uh, despite all the damage the the crashes caused on Saturday. No one was injured, so that's, that's good. Um, this guy uh, is also on the uh, Lacrosse County Jail roster, uh, but was removed from that list. Uh, apparently, he is due back in court May third, so he's out. Uh, probably causing more havoc. Never want, you know what? You want to be in a roster for like baseball or football, but you never want to be in a yeah. jail roster. That's like something you don't want to yeah. strive There's to. There's a couple things you don't want to do. This jail roster. He's number, and three also on like the, he's number three on the on the batter's list. Lineup. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> a um, uh, One of those, what do they call that? A lineup where you stand there and the witness has to be like, yeah, pick pick which one did it to you or whatever, you know? Yeah. You don't want to be a part of that. No, not at all. No, that's a bad roster to be a part of. Yeah, definitely not. Um, Wow, uh, this, guy, so, this guy crossed some havoc. I mean, like he definitely like terror of on Alaska and uh, you know, he was on a tour, tour of it. He was a tour, tour of terror. Tour. <laughs> nice. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so it doesn't say how many OWIs this guy has uh, in total. It doesn't give us all that. It's just like, yeah. what a crazy story. What a what a fantastic journey this man went on. <laughs> I love the guy's response. So like, get holy cow. Yeah, it was bad. Holy cow! Uh, he all of a sudden we were struck from the back, and uh, the whole car kind of went all cattywampus, and uh, and now all of a sudden, you know, uh, uh, the radio is playing <laughs> Bruce Springsteen or something. I don't know. I was, you know, I heard and, Glory uh, Days. I heard Glory Days. I'm sure of it. <laughs> yeah, all we were trying to do was get over to the Menards for their 11 uh, percent rebate, and uh, now all of a sudden now we've got to go to you know caliber collision to get our car fixed uh right now i think we're just gonna put it up with a couple of zip ties and a, a nice handy roll of duct tape but i tell you what it's a real <laughs> it's a, a real, real real humdinger yeah it's a re- <laughs> real dinger it's a real humdingus if you will uh it's real <laughs> fucked <laughs> <laughs> he swears at the end. He said all of the he said all of the uh, Wisconsin like bypassing swear <laughs> like, words. Yeah, it's fuck. And then all of a sudden at the end he just goes, Yeah, it's a real fuck. And you're like, holy oh, shit, man, you can't do so, this. It's so nice. Now he's yeah. all fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's a there is like a sixty percent chance the guy that got hit was also drinking too. So like Oh yeah. <laughs> I mean I'm surprised. It is what it is. Yeah, know? he was really nice though for being drunk. He's probably a pretty cool dude to drink with. So. Yeah, but yeah. if you want to have a couple beers, we can talk about your ruined vehicle. This guy ain't driving home. No, like if you go have a beer with this guy, make sure his keys are nowhere near the scene. No, because you don't want this guy. Good, good demolition derby driver though. I'm an admit. Excellent. Yeah, he'd be yeah. great. How the fuck did his car manage to keep driving after all that? He shit? hit a freaking pole that went down. Like that yeah. had to do some damn. Sure, did some damage. I yeah. guess. He must have been driving a Toyota or something. <laughs> is that a Yoda? Yeah, is it? What do you got there? A Yoda Camry or something? Gee whiz, man. That <laughs> that, thing. That, that's a Cavalier. How many miles you get? That's probably what he asked. <laughs> how many miles? How many, yeah, he, he after he got rear-ended, the guy gets out and he comes up. Hey, uh, how many miles per gallon do you get on that thing? It's actually pretty nice. <laughs> <laughs> he apps his car. Yeah. <laughs> We're so friendly in Wisconsin. I, know, that, I mean, even if you rear-end me, I'm probably going to get out and be like, Oh, gee whiz, man. That's a real bummer about your paint job. That's bad. Uh, but anyway, uh, you just leave me your card or whatever, and uh, or we can sure settle get, this or something. Make sure to get home and watch the Packer game tonight, too, there, Bill. Yep, absolutely. Uh, go Pack Go. <laughs> like, <laughs> and your shit's all fucked up. <laughs> yeah, his car's all totaled and shit, and he's just like, all right, well, Go Pack Go. I can't believe the Bucks won that championship there. Make, That's Make sure great. to watch out for them animals on your way home, bud. Yeah. I mean, you already hit a few things, so you don't want to hit any more deer, too. You and know? he tries to send you home with, like, cucumbers and shit oh, yeah. that he's got with Wait, him. wait a second before wait you Wait a leave. second. I got a bag for you uh, full of the produce from my garden. Uh, <laughs> I got some tomatoes if you want some. Uh, some cucumbers. cucumbers and, and... Uh, here's that ear of corn. <laughs> I didn't grow it. I just found it. A freaking straight up ear of corn. Yeah, just one. Here's one ear. <laughs> If Where'd you want, you I can that? I could shuck it and get rid of all that silk if you don't want it. <laughs> shuck it. 
He's so like, friendly. I know. It's yeah, like, he's just know. the nicest guy. It's like you and just then smash through sixty-two then intersections. Then and he's like, you, you, that thing's fucked. Yeah. Like that's the end. So you're like, whoa. Yeah. Taken back. And then to just end it with like just a. So we we don't have a ton of information here. We do have we have age, right? We have age. Yeah, forty. We have age. We have like thirty-seven. Thirty-seven hit a lot of cars, did some damage. What would you call it, the tour of terrorism? Yeah, the tour of terror, not terrorism, <laughs> just tour of terror. Yeah, this uh, this isn't what, uh, what George you, W. Bush uh, terrorism. <laughs> what terror. are you, one of them Al Qaeda's? Yeah, what are you? Yeah. A terror, <laughs> terror. We will not allow any of them terrors to get. <laughs> any more tur uh but yeah you're right we got 37 years old we know that he hit like 492 things uh when, when someone says holy cow what the heck do you know there's some damage involved i like how that's in a sentence yeah yeah that's almost one word in wisconsin holy cow what the heck yeah holy cow heck what uh <laughs> i probably <laughs> it just keeps going it's yeah like one word no hang on a second there i got you a mason jar full of uh raspberry preserves <laughs> Uh, it'll just take me one second, I promise you. I just got to oh. move my ice scraper and uh, a couple of quick trip bags that I got back here. Wait, and, Jeff, uh, we might have some of that cranberry sauce left over from Thanksgiving. <laughs> let's, yeah. get, let's hook them up. We also got some strawberries, so we were just up there uh, in a strawberry fest. Just hold on a minute. Just hang on. <laughs> Won't you hold on? Uh, also, uh, yeah. I don't dude know. just wants to go. He's like, I'm fucked, dude. I got to get out of here. Like, and this guy just keeps holding him back. He's like, you know the cops are coming, right, man? I got to go home, here, dude. He's like, well, just hold your horses. So we'll get you something to get on your way. Um, My wife, she makes the absolute best jam, I tell you. And here's a, here's a jar of it for you. And uh, make sure, share that with somebody, you know. We'll give you the recipe, too, if you want. I, It ain't no secret, okay? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. <laughs> All this guy wants to do yeah, is talk. It's like, yeah, yeah. you couldn't have rear-ended a worse guy. Like, he just fucking gets old out Bill starts that hasn't talked to anyone you. in a couple weeks. Yeah. Besides he's his like, wife, he's like... He's like, I also tend to a bunch of bees over here and uh, make the finest honey, I tell you. We even make lip balm out of it. <laughs> have you ever used any of that lip balm? I tell you what, it ain't just for uh, women's either. It tastes great. And it's like, you're not supposed to be eating lip balm. And he's like, yeah, well... Sometimes you gotta you can, do it. You can do whatever you want with it, but I'm telling you, I put it on crackers. <laughs> I, <don't know. laughs> I put them on the rats. Yeah, bro. honestly, I put it on a cracker with a little slice of onion and a brown schweiger, and all of a sudden you got a little sweet treat, and you're like, God damn, just shut up. Get out of here. <laughs> I, need to I go just home, smashed dude. into your car. I need to go home. My shit's yeah. fucked up, bud. <laughs> Uh, I don't eat, I, uh, I have no idea. There's not a lot of info besides an age here, but we do know that he's drunk enough to hit a ton of vehicles and he should have just been <laughs> he's sleeping. Drunk <laughs> he's drunk enough to make the roster at the jail. Yeah, uh, he made the basketball roster. pickup team or whatever the fuck is going on out there. I don't know. The Gian, the John, uh, what is it? Giannis? Giannis? Yeah, Giannis. The Giannis of the police lineup, dude. Yeah. He's like fucking all star, dude. Yeah, this dude. Here he comes, yeah. 37 year old. This is like the equivalent <laughs> of having a triple double in basketball. Yeah, this guy for just sure. fucking hit 92 vehicles. Took power out for like five hours, uh, caused a huge storm of chaos, and uh, and then uh, you know in your corn. Here he comes, number three in the lineup. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, I think I have a number that I, I don't feel super confident about. Yeah, me too. Three, two, one, twenty. Twenty. Yeah, I was thinking the same. Yeah. thing, Twenty. I was uh, I was tempted to go higher. Uh, I, I think I think the guy who like said holy kept cow escaping and then going to hit more. So I think I the guy who said holy cow, what the heck, was probably a little drunker than yeah. this. <laughs> 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 He's like, hold on a second, I got more for you. I'm slit faced. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, like I said, I think there's a good chance at he least sixty percent that guy was even more fucked up. Well, you know what? I better not get in my vehicle either. I don't want to be this yeah. guy. <laughs> Why don't we both pull off to the side and we just have a little chat, okay? <laughs> We talk about whatever. Did you see the latest article there in the uh, Journal Sentinel? <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> he doesn't even tell him what it's about. Yeah, he, is. he just says there's an article in the yeah, Journal Sentinel. Yeah, you like exposed to know. Yeah, I got you. Yeah, certainly yeah. did. Totally well, right. Well, we can just pull over on the side of the road here and hash this out. Or yeah. Just give me your insurance card. And we'll just say it's nothing happened. Yeah. <laughs> what do you suppose the magic number is for the Brewers to make the playoffs this year? Any chance? <laughs> I mean, that Craig Council, he's a hell of a manager. A big skipper. I like him. <laughs> a big skipper. <laughs> he's a ma- he's a mad dog. He's a mad dog. I tell you he's what. He's a wildcat. 
Uh, he had a weird batting stance when he played the game of uh, ba- not baseball, but I'll tell you what, I don't know. He's a, He could really knock him around, and he's a great skipper. I don't know what to do. Uh, you ever been to Noah's Ark? Noah's <laughs> <laughs> Ark. Oh, man. Yeah, what's your favorite ride at the Dells? I don't know. Uh, water slide or something. There's a lot of miniature golf there. I really yeah. like the uh, Big Chief. Yeah, the Big <laughs> Chief. <laughs> Uh, you know, have you ever been on one of them duck tours? <laughs> God, how do they get a car that goes in the water like that? That's crazy. All right, well, uh, I'll let you be on your way. Yeah, I suppose we should probably get going. Uh, quick trip closes pretty soon. Uh, well, quick trip never closes. I know it's twenty four seven. Yeah, that's what Wisconsinites would say though to get out of something. Oh hell yeah, yeah. They wouldn't just be like, "Hey, I got to get home." They're like, "Ah, hey, well, I think Quick Trip's calling me or something, so I better get out of here." I gotta get a couple pieces of lumber yeah. at the Menards. I'll be here in a little bit. Did you see what the Badger Five's up to? Gee whiz, uh, you could almost buy like two or three garage fridges for that, uh, and stack them up with uh, meat the and Badger uh, fridge bricks. <laughs> Nobody plays the fucking <laughs> Badger Five. Yeah, you couldn't fucking pay me to play the Badger Five, is what it is. God, we really rambled All on, right, on this let's one. Tw- here. Twenty locos. This episode was only supposed to be like twenty minutes. And now we're at almost an hour. Yeah, like, Some the gavel, twenty. Yeah, twenty, 20 locos. All right, that concludes this episode of Wisconsin Drunken History Podcast. If you enjoyed this vulgar display of Wisconsin, please like and subscribe on whatever streaming platform you prefer. And remember to hit the bell on YouTube to be notified when we release new content. Also, if you have any suggestions or ideas for future episodes, please send us an email at widrunkenhistory at gmail.com or head over to our Facebook and Instagram pages. Thanks again for listening. And remember, as always, watch out for deer on your way home.